Good morning from the heart of New York City. This is Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Podcast dedicated to one thing to learn and apply to eat better daily. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself That Today, your personal nutritionist, your personal health and wellness coach, your personal fat loss guru, uh, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion for healthy food, healthy eating, nutrition, feeling your best, looking your best, performing your best on all levels, losing, losing the most fat. And I'm just passionate what you put on your plate, what you put in your mouth, and how it affects every single aspect uh, of your life and your emotions and your performance and so much more. Food that nourishes us, that builds us is so much more than just calories. <clears throat> but you should know that by now, right? So today is um, the last day we dedicate to the book Healthy God, Healthy You. It's one of the recent books, one of the best written, scientifically written book on the science of healthy gut, healthy gut, healthy you, the personalized plan to transform your health from the inside out. Um, the book is amazing. It has a lot of practical information, detailed information, especially for people with different disorders like um, IBS or um, irritable bowel syndrome or small intestines, uh, bacteria overgrowth or small intestines, fungus overgrowth, uh, um, leaky gut, uh, did I mention that? Uh, so many conditions, allergies and uh, weight gain and, you know, all kinds of problems, depression, fatigue, and uh, a lot, a lot of things are correlated with the health of our gut. You should understand that by now, believe uh, in that by now. Gut bacteria outnumbers human cells 10 to 1. So the better care we take care, the better care we <laughs> take of our gut, the healthier uh, we will be, the better we will look, the better we will feel, and yes, the better we will perform on all levels. Today's guys, um, the first episode was dedicated to uh, inflammation and not eating uh, foods that we are allergic to, that we are sensitive to, to controlling your blood uh, sugar through your diet and through your um, lifestyle to create the healthy environment for your gut. That is the most important thing if you want to keep your gut healthy. Yesterday, we talked more about diet and how, for example, more fiber might not necessarily be better, especially if you have... Um, bacteria overgrowth and a lot of people actually with um, metabolic problems with even things like heart disease, but especially things like uh, IBS or leaky gut uh, or what's not, um, have a lot of problem actually with bacteria overgrowth, not only with the with having the wrong kind of bacteria, but also just having too much of them um, because of uh, eating the wrong foods, eating too much, eating all the time, uh, or just having not enough motility, that is the rate with which food moves through your digestive system, um, having it 
having slow motility and that causes food to be stuck in your digestive system and that promotes uh, bacteria overgrowth. Um, a little bit of information before we dig in with all in all the practicalities. So today is all about lifestyle and what lifestyle factors matters matter the most when it comes to the health of your gut. So first one, let's dig in. Limiting toxins is very important for your gut health. Toxins like toxins in your environment, uh, meaning, for example, drinking clear, clean water, having at least some kind of filter uh, if you're drinking tap water, um, because a lot of stuff, you know, water is recycled, a lot of stuff gets in chemicals and whatnot. So the better water uh, you have, um, besides, you know, every single cell in our body requires water, we drink the water is the uh, most consumed product, quote unquote, that we consume on a daily basis in large amounts, and we require it in large amounts. So clear, clean water. Uh, make sure that you have at least good filter, and you're drinking great water on a regular um, basis. Then the second thing uh, when it comes to toxins, skin products, um, it's uh, a lot of people underestimate how much of toxins and stuff that is not supposed to be in our body is getting absorbed uh, because we put um, so much skincare uh, product, different kinds of makeup on uh, our body or even things like sunscreen. You know, you want to make sure that it's all natural. It doesn't have toxins, emulsifiers, and all that stuff that actually increase a lot inflammation in our body. And as you know already, inflammation is number one major factor that affects the uh, gut health. Uh, but also, your skin is the biggest organ that um, has the exposure to the external environment, and it actually absorbs stuff. So whatever you put on your body, it's going to go in your body. Uh, not like you would eat it, but still, uh, if you're constantly putting tons of uh, toxic stuff on your skin, um, some of it will end up inside your body. Uh, and... Another thing, smoking or putting or drinking alcohol, those are all, all toxins that influence your gut bacteria in a negative way. Uh, so don't smoke, uh, don't drink or drink very little because alcohol in any amount is most and foremost toxins that your body uh, that take priority to be metabolized when you consume it. So did you know, for example, that if you eat food and drink alcohol, your body will first and foremost have to take care uh, of alcohol before any digestion happens because it's a toxin and it can be a deadly toxin. That's why it takes priority for your body to eliminate it as soon as possible from your system. Okay, that what it, what, what it comes to toxins, right? Um, so limiting um, bad skin care products, uh, drinking clean water, and don't smoke, don't drink. The second uh, environmental factor is sun exposure and vitamin D. So sun exposure, um, 
studies prove that sun exposure is not the same as getting your vitamin D from supplements or foods, that there is something about sun exposure that influences our health and our gut bacteria too, that we need to get exposure to sun uh, on a regular basis, uh, either um, you know having on the weekends more time, spending more time in the sun, um, or going to um, sun tanning places uh, or getting some sun on a regular daily basis. But then, you know, for sun exposure to work, you, of course, need to have uh, parts of your body, bigger parts of your body to be exposed to sun without any clothing. Um, So, for example, uh, if you only have your legs or your arms or your face exposed to sun, it's not the same as sunbathing in your um, bikini suit or, you know, sunbathing clothing Uh, and again it's not the same as taking your um, vitamin D and now studies um, uh, well they speculate that uh, vitamin D deficiency uh, is not um, the precursor or something that causes diseases but actually is a sign that something is wrong in your body already. So when you have vitamin D deficiency, you might need to address the cause that underneath that, that caused that vitamin D deficiency, not just supplementing vitamin D and expecting everything to uh, start working normally again. Um, so sun exposure may be like, you know, 30 minutes uh, every Saturday, Sunday, or um, go to tanning places and uh, get the appropriate amount of UVB radiation uh, for your skin, but also, um, you know, depending on how adjusted you are to sun exposure, choose uh, the amount of time that uh, you can use uh, and do it on a regular basis. And that's going to improve your uh, gut health and um, your bone health and even your anxieties and depression. Sun exposure is very important. And uh, If you're thinking about cancers, most studies prove uh, that actually people who get um, regular exposure to sun actually get less cancers and even skin cancers, unless, of course, you go and you burn or you overexpose yourself to sun all the time and uh, you're just getting too much. Uh, But not getting enough of it is just as bad for cancers uh, and cancer prevention as getting too much. So, sun base. The third environmental factor is time in nature, especially forest basing. You know, Japanese did recently a lot of studies about forest basing um, and when it comes to health, general health, but also when it comes to health of our microbiome. And what they found out is people who uh, spend time in forest uh, regularly have more diverse microbiota, but also spending time in nature, in forest, and if you're in the city, you know, parks kind of in the middle. It's not as good as forest, but not as bad as city environment. So uh, spending time in nature boosts energy levels, uh, boosts your mental and physical energy, boosts your immune system, you live longer, uh, and you have less negative thoughts and less depression. And uh, they're still speculating why exactly all of that happens, but uh, one of the things is there 
there's different kind of bacteria in forest, in nature, uh, that contributes to our health, to health of our gut, but also there are negative ions that um, are more beneficial to our health, well, meaning that we need to be grounded or get exposure to negatively charged ions or uh, electrons to feel our best to have the most energy uh, so forest basing or spending time in nature helps with that helps to recharge our battery and to improve our gut diversity and improve our gut health and just happy feelings so go to the park at least um, when you hear that the next uh, environmental factor that influences our gut health a lot is exercise. Uh, and when it comes to exercise, too much of it is as bad is not enough exercise. Walking proven to be the best exercise when it comes to gut health. Walking, uh, especially in nature, of course, uh, walking and just staying active. They did studies with athletes, especially athletes who play um, games like rugby or football, basically spending a lot of time outside. Their uh, gut bacteria is gut uh bacteria diversity of course is much better they have more bugs and better bugs and but also their diet uh, diets of athletes are, are usually better uh, but again when it comes to exercise you get better health you stimulate your immune system in the right way that allows to uh, thrive the right bugs and uh, kill off the bad guys that are not supposed to be uh, in our gut. Um, so exercise help with that, but only if we get enough exercise, not too much. Basically meaning that if you're in constant pain, if you're constantly having some kind of uh, muscle soreness, if you feel like you're inflamed, if you are under recovering, again, if you're having pains in your body, that means that you might be exercising too much and that can actually cause things like leaky gut syndrome or irritable bowel syndrome or all kinds of uh, uh, gut issues um, because exercise it's still stress. And I love this uh, example from the book uh, that goes something like, we evolved walking. We walked a lot as hunters, as gatherers. You know, most of our life evolved around walking, that kind of moment. But we did not evolve exercising like crazy in the gym, right? Uh, our hunter-gatherers ancestors did not have gyms, first of all. <laughs> and second of all, they took any chance they could to uh, rest uh, from hunting and getting food because that was the most important issue. But anyway, uh, walking is the best exercise for your health and actually for long-term weight loss and uh, weight maintenance too. And uh, for anxiety and depression, working help with that too. The fifth uh, factor, environmental factor or lifestyle factor that uh, influences a lot our gut bacteria and our overall health and energy levels is sleep, of course. And when it comes to sleep, it's duration, uh, it's quality, it's schedule that matters. So it matters how much you sleep. So if you're constantly getting less than seven hours of sleep, or if you're constantly getting more than nine hours of sleep, that um, scientists speculate might be a sign that something is wrong with your health. If you're constantly needing nine and more hours, 
hours of sleep. Um, so anyway, uh, if you are not sleeping enough, sleeping too much, uh, then you compromise your long-term health and you compromise your um, gut health and you increase inflammation and so many other factors go um, bad uh, with our health when we undersleep or having to sleep more than enough. Uh, when it comes to quality of sleep, that also matters. You know, if you wake up uh, every single hour or a couple of even times a night and can go back to sleep, it's not the same as uh, sleeping straight for seven, eight hours. And you need to make sure that the quality of your sleep uh, as good as possible. So you uh, go to bed, you fall asleep fast uh, and you wake up feeling refreshed without needing an alarm and feeling like getting after your day every single time you wake up. And with quality of sleep, what helps? Well, we know that exposing yourself to light to sunlight first thing in the morning helps a lot to actually fall asleep better and sleep better at night. So go for a walk uh, first thing in the morning, even if it's a longer walk to work, still do that. You need sun exposure first thing in the morning to sleep better. When it comes to sleep quality, avoiding blue lights at night or screen time, at least an hour before bed is very uh, important for the production of melatonin that makes you uh, go to sleep. Um, but also, you know, screen time, even with, you know, orange filter on your phone, uh, it creates that uh, engagement of mind. A lot of times anxiety, if you're checking your emails or chatting about subjects uh, that uh, create anxiety or stress, that will not allow you to go to bed. The best thing to do before sleep is meditate, read some relaxing book, listen to some music, take a bath. You know, uh, your sleep should start an hour before bed, ideally. Uh, you know, for example, myself, I cannot always make it happen, but I'm doing my best and 80% of the time I'm making it happen. So I meditate before going to bed, I journal going before going to bed, I avoid any kind of uh, unpleasant uh, or anxiety just causing conversations because that can be better taken care of in the morning. Uh, and um, yeah, I just don't chat. My phone is on airplane mode uh, before an hour before bed um, most of the time. So after eight, I usually don't respond to any emails, messages, etc., unless it's absolutely necessary. So that influences the quality of your sleep, blue lights and screen time, uh, and even TV time. Yeah, you know, it still it keeps your mind engaged and it um, worsens the quality of your sleep. And then uh, sleeping in darker, cooler room is also very beneficial to sleep quality. Uh, so. I usually uh, make sure that I turn on my AC or open the window uh, in winter to make the room really cool before going to bed. Uh, then I might take a warmer, hotter shower to actually warm up the core temperature of my body. And then I get into, I might finish it with a cold shower and get into a cold room. And that really produces good quality of sleep. And again, sleep is very important for every aspect of your brain health, of your body health, and of course, of your gut health. It uh, can cure anxiety, depression, it can increase your energy levels like nothing else. It can increase your creativity and productivity. So go the fact to sleep, as one of um, the really popular authors uh, said in his 
book and sleep well. And the last but not least is stress management. Stress management, you know, a lot of stress, unmanaged stress in our lives uh, increases uh, inflammation and that again uh, creates bad environment and healthy environment for our gut and for every single organ in our body and every single condition we might have or we have going to be um going to worsen if we have higher level of inflammation in our body. But uh, in any case, um, stress, unmanaged stress compromises every single aspect of our life. We feel stressed, anxious, create more um, inflammation in our body, even allergic reaction or reactions or sensitivities to food increase when we are constantly under stress and we don't manage it. And stress management, uh, meaning uh, things like meditations, like, uh, you know, uh, stepping back and looking at this situation from a more positive uh, perspective uh, and understanding, focusing on things that we can manage instead of stressing about things that uh, we have no control of. Um, then spending time with friends and family and, you know, hugging people you love to produce oxytocin that helps a lot with stress release and stress management. Doing Spending time in nature help you to manage uh, stress. Going for massages or uh, other things that you love doing helps you to uh, manage stress. And yes, once in a while, allowing yourself to eat food that you love, even though they might not be... Uh, as good for you as all the other healthiest food. Uh, even just distress, it's important. Manage stress, focus on things that you can control, act on them, and release and forget about the rest. So, stress management. Again, to recap, six factors that you should think about, you should organize, you should work on to improve the quality of your lifestyle, your environment, and to improve the quality of your gut health through that. So one, uh, limiting toxins, drinking clear and clear water, limiting toxic care skin products, skincare products, uh, uh, smoking, alcohol, none of that. Um, second one, sun exposure and vitamin D, uh, get exposed to sun, uh, either in a natural environment, that is the best, of course, or go to tanning places and go UVB. Time in nature, especially forest bathing, going for walks in parks, uh, you know, going to the forest, hugging trees, all that helps playing sports is also helps a lot, um, like volleyball or basketball or, uh, not basketball, football, uh, soccer, uh, rugby, anything that plays that you play on the ground also helps with uh, healthy gut bacteria. Uh, and that leads us to exercise, so the best exercise for gut bacteria for your overall health and uh, stress management also is walking. Too much exercise is not better. It's actually bad for your gut health. Um, so exercise enough, stay active, walk a lot. Sleep, uh, quality, quantity matters. Uh, sleeping on schedule matters a lot actually for to get the best quality of your sleep also. And then stress management. Meditate, uh, hug people you love, uh, do things that you love doing, focus on things that you can control instead of things that are out of control, out of your control, and uh, smile more, guys. So, 
that's our conclusion to our gut theme for the week. If you have any questions about gut-friendly diet, how to heal your gut, how to lose weight, lose fat, um, what kind of gut practices, healthy gut practices help you with fat loss and weight loss. Um, If you have questions about the environmental factor that you can control that influence the health of your gut, anything, shoot me email to Angela at Create Yourself That Today. Angela at Create Yourself That Today. Even though I'm not a gut expert, I can direct you to resources, people, sites, books that you can explore to master your gut health. So shoot me email. Angela at Create Yourself That Today. Shoot me an email if you need to lose weight, lose fat fast uh, using cutting edge science and the best approaches to struggle the least, improving your health, improving your fitness, losing the most fat and looking the most lean and shredded. <laughs> uh, shoot me an email to Angela at Create Yourself That Today. Thank you guys for listening. Have an amazing weekend. Stay healthy. And till next time eat better daily.